Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenged, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. Hello, Hardy Moms. This you is Jen, and I am here to talk about the 10 things not to say with someone to someone with chronic illness. Now, let me tell you what. If you are someone who doesn't have a chronic illness, stick around because you need to know what's on this list and why we don't want to hear it. And if you do have a chronic illness, stay tuned because you are going to understand and I know you're going to get a little giggle about some of the things that are on this list. And would you please subscribe, follow, whatever it is, and knock the little bell so that you get notifications because I want you to be able to get the next one on the list, which is going to be what to say to someone with chronic illness because that is also important. And stick around until the end because the best one, the funniest one, and the one that everyone with chronic illness has heard is going to be last. All right. So we're going to start out with number one. I'm sure it's not that bad. Let me tell you something. There is no chronic illness. That's great. And if you're looking at somebody who's, a, you know, 20s, 30s, and they're like, oh, I'm so depressed. Don't tell them I'm not, I'm sure it's not that bad or, oh, it's just a little IBS or MS or whatever. You don't know what they're going through at home. You don't know. So please just that needs to come off the table. Number two, you should fill in the blank. Okay. You should stop napping. You should intermittently fast. You should whatever, put rocks in your shoes. I don't even know. Like I hear the craziest things that I should do to make my illnesses go away or my symptoms to stop. And I'm going to tell you what, just because they happen to your aunt Sally does not mean that your health is going to help me. So stop. And the second one is you should stop blank. Like you should stop eating chicken. You should stop. Oh, you should stop, you know, drinking milk. Well with, I mean, if you, you should, if you have a problem with dairy, but you know, you should stop. I don't even know, like hugging your children. I don't even know. People have the weirdest ideas. They really do. I mean, it's, I don't even know. I, I don't know, but, but stop, stop telling us what to stop doing. Um, oh my gosh. One of my all time classic favorites. I wish I had time to take a nap. Sweetheart, no. What you wish you had time to do is have an hour or two to lay around in the middle of the day, scroll on your phone and eat bonbons and do absolutely nothing. That's what you're picturing when you say things like that. What you're not seeing is this unbearable pain, overwhelming exhaustion, the inability to care for what we're supposed to be caring for and the absolute necessity to lay down and close our eyes because we are so exhausted. We can't move. Don't wish that on yourself because we're not wishing that on you. Even when we're frustrated with you for telling us that. Here's another one. You should get more exercise. Because, you know, if you're already exhausted and in massive pain, running around a lot or doing some aerobics would be great for you. Well, let me tell you, for someone like me, if I exercise for about a half an hour, I will be in bed literally for two weeks in bed. Like I can't get out of bed. I can barely breathe. Can't do it. You don't know someone's physical condition. I guarantee you, unless it's someone who is just like poured out everything that's possibly wrong, you, you really don't know. And there's a lot more wrong with us than we're sharing because honestly, it's like a dirty little secret and we're embarrassed especially as moms, we don't, we don't want to let you know all the things that we can't do. We don't. So we're not sharing it. So stop telling us what you think is good for us. Cause I am, unfortunately you don't know. 
Um, here is another classic for those of you in your teens, 20s, and 30s. You're not old enough to be that sick. Or you're not old enough to have that. Well, let me tell you, there are kids with severe anxiety and depression in elementary school. Someone who is just because they're attractive and in their 20s doesn't mean they're not old enough to have anxiety or depression. It doesn't mean that they're not old enough to have MS or dementia. Did you know that dementia cases are going up and people are like, oh, I forget things all the time. No, um, you, you might forget some things, but don't downplay what someone's going through. If they're actually being honest and opening up to you, don't, don't neg negate that because that's what you're doing. You're saying, oh, what's wrong with you isn't that bad or it couldn't be that bad. And if they're actually being honest, how about having a little bit more sympathy and listening a little better? That's what I say. All right. Here is one that kills me as a person of faith. Okay. I believe in God. I do. I, I do. And when people say things like this, if you had enough faith, you'd be healed. No, no, it is so unfair. I know somebody who was severely depressed and would not take her medication because someone else told her if she believed in God enough, she'd be healed. Clearly, she was unfaithful. And so she was going to prove to God she was faithful enough. Okay. Realistically, I do believe in God. Okay. And I don't have the answers for why bad things happen to good people. But I'll tell you this if just having faith in God took away all illness, there would be no children with cancer. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I said the C word, but it's true. So, so quit guilting people, quit guilting people. If you just, whatever with the universe, like whatever, whatever angle you're coming at in a spiritual way, cut it out. We are trying. It does not mean we don't have faith. It just means we have an illness. Okay. Um, here's another one. Take what my friend took and you'll be fine. Oh my gosh. You know what? My best friend, she took like um, ground up chia seeds for like 30 days and then every chronic illness went away. Okay. No, maybe she did. And that just happened to happen. I don't even know. Like there, I can't tell you the amount of things I have been told if I just take whatever. No, unfortunately, a lot of times you're you're being sold something. A lot of times the person is selling something or their friend is selling something or whatever. And sure, do random cures work sometimes? Absolutely. Do things that are not Western medicine help? Absolutely. I am all about alternative medicine, acupuncture, all that kind of stuff. So this isn't me telling you not to try new things. But what it's saying is if someone's trying to sell you something, or if it seems really kooky, do your research. Don't just randomly go out because unfortunately, a lot of people with chronic illnesses that spend, have to spend a lot of money on doctors and medicine and all that stuff, we get suckered. We do. And they know it. And that's why they come after us. So just be careful. Soapbox over. Here's the second to the last one, but stick around because you're going to like that last one. Eat the certain diet and you'll heal you. You'll, oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> That's how frustrating I, it is sometimes. Eat the certain diet and you will heal yourself. Well, if that was true, all of our chronic illnesses would be gone. Let's just say that. So that's another nope. Okay. And then number 10, the final one. Are you ready? You don't look sick. No, I don't. 
That's what an invisible illness is. You don't see it. And what is someone who is sick supposed to look like? I mean, we have ideas like there are certain genetic things and everything that do give people a different appearance, but realistically, most of them don't. Heart failure doesn't have a certain look unless someone's having an active heart attack, right? Um, cancer doesn't have a certain look, but people have cancer. I mean, unless you're going through treatment and you don't have hair, like otherwise, what kind of, what, you don't look sick. No. So if you've heard these, I would love to hear from you. Let me know. Or are there more that you want to add to the list? Or if you're someone who doesn't have an illness, maybe you learned something from this list, or maybe you've said something to someone you're like, oh, oh, that's why I shouldn't have said that. Email me or message me. You can email contact at hardymom.com or you can go to hardymom.com slash contact. And there you can send me a text message. You can send me a voice message. There's choices. And let me know which one of these really hits you and which one have you said to somebody because I want to know. I love you so much. And tomorrow we're going to talk about what to say to someone with chronic illness. Let's start making it better because we can't say a bunch of negative things without saying the positive. That's not what I'm about, right? So if I say negative things, I'm always going to hopefully come back with a way to fix it. So stick around, stay tuned, subscribe so that tomorrow you get it. And we will be working on what to say with someone with chronic illness. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you then. Bye. The Hardy Mom Podcast, yeah, I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and in interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum. Ages of womanhood, girl, we've got em. I've been there, I've done that too With a hearty mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you